Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Plain. Ladies and gentlemen, always joining us to talk about the monthly jobs report as as soon as it comes out is our friend. He is the chief economist. For the Senate on budget. We've been doing this. We've been having our monthly conversations for years now. Uh, we always appreciate his analysis. Again, the chief economist, centeronbudget.org, our dear, dear friend, Chad Stone. Hey, man, how are you? I'm good. Hope you are, too. I'm, I'm good. You know, we, we all just keep plugging right along. Right. Um, and so this jobs report, in terms of the, the, the sheer numbers and increase, isn't bad either, is it? No, it's good. We had 916,000 jobs added in March and some revisions to January and February so that we added um, a, mil- a million jobs to the total that we had, that we thought we had last month. And so that's really good. And in fact, in both in February and March, we doubled the previous month's uh, total jobs added. And so we've now lowered the jobs deficit to 8.4 million. And that's still a very large number. So we, have, we still have a long way to climb out of this hole. But, you know, just a couple of months ago, it was 10 million. So we're, we're, we're making progress. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so folks, what Chad is saying, even though there were almost a million jobs, we're still uh, at this this place of of deficit uh, going back to February 2020. So now I guess that we can attribute this payroll employment increase, 916,000 to people, more people being vaccinated. Is that probably where we should look at that and people going back to work as a result of being vaccinated? The vaccination is certainly helping. Yes, people people are going back to work. The economy is opening up more. 
There's some some additional stimulus in the economy from the December package that distributed the first part of the stimulus payments and added some money to unemployment insurance benefits. And then the American Rescue Plan Act enacted just a little while ago is also starting to kick in. But but that's gonna that's gonna be kicking in, and that that also has has money to accelerate the virus, uh, the the, uh, the vaccinations, and so th- everything's everything's going in the right direction, which which is good, and we're seeing tangible progress. Now and again, folks, this is why I didn't do well in micro and macro. Nine hundred sixteen thousand jobs went up, created. But the employment unemployment rate still went up too. Well, the unemployment rate actually went down from six point two to six percent. Oh, it did go down. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It, it went down. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. All yeah. Right. And, so that's and, the thing. and as we've as we've talked about, the unemployment rate is not the best indicator of the actual amount of joblessness. Uh, now, the first number we talked about, the nine hundred sixty thousand, that is the answer that that employers give to how many jobs. Do you have on your, have you added to your payrolls? Whereas the unemployment rate asks people, asks households, right, right. are you working or looking for work or not working? And so they're, they're slightly, they're different surveys and they give slightly different answers. But the, the, the unemployment rate, in order to be counted as unemployed, you have to have been actively looking for work in the past four weeks. And there's still a lot of people who left the labor force in the pandemic who have not come back in yet. Uh, not come back in again, and so the unemployment rate, if 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 we adjust it for a little bit of misclassification of workers, that in in the way that you know it's it's hard to collect the data in the pandemic, and and there's some difficult questions that 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 lead to uh, some ambiguity about whether somebody's working or, or should be counted as employed or unemployed. But the main thing is if you if you take into account how much uh, the labor force has declined since February. When you add that in, you get an unemployment rate, a, a realistic unemployment rate that's closer to, to, to 9%. So there's still, there's still what we economists would call economic slack in the labor market. There's room, there's room to expand. There's, there's room to pull people back in to the labor force to start looking because, because they're more likely to find a job. If you don't think there's a job out there for you, you may not be actively looking. But as, as we get jobs reports like Fridays, that suggests that there are job openings and people are coming back. And, and so we, we hope to see going forward that labor force participation, the share of the population with the job will be going up um, and, and getting, getting back to, to uh, ideally back to, back to February levels because those were quite good, quite strong. So the realistic unemployment rate, um, not the 6%, could be almost 9%. Um, give us a frame of reference. When was the last time that it was that high at nine percent? Well, we didn't used to count a realistic unemployment rate. That's that's something that got introduced informally. It's not an official statistic. The chairman of the Federal Reserve, Jerome Powell, introduced it last fall in a speech when it was around ten, and it's been it's been coming down. And now the new Biden Council of Economic Advisors is also they're still in my job. They're doing a real nice uh, set of tweets. Uh, Tweet threads on the on the employment situation themselves. Um, so there's there's been a change in how um, the, the government agencies are working in the new administration. Okay, okay. Also, as you mentioned, a share of population with a job in February 2020, 61.1 percent 
it is currently 57.8% the share of the population with a job. The number of long-term unemployed, those are individuals, 27 weeks or more folks. That's 4.2 million up from 1.1 million in February 2020. More than two in five unemployed workers, uh, 43% are long term. Average duration of existing unemployment spells was 29.7 weeks uh, in March, and the median duration was 19.7 uh, weeks. Um, 5.8 million people were classified as working part-time for economic reasons this month, this past month, uh, meaning they were involuntarily working fewer hours than they would have liked that is down uh, from a peak of 10.9 million in April 2020, but still 1.4 million higher. So that number has come down. The U6, the unemployed, plus people who want a job but not counted as unemployed because they haven't looked in the past four weeks or more, plus involuntary part-time workers, 10.7% in March of 2021, up from 7.0%. So that's somewhere in that middle is where you, you get that nine that you spoke of. But the the full U6 is 10.7. And if you follow Chad on Twitter, folks, at Chad CBPP for Center on Budget and Policy Priorities, Chad CBPP, you see all the nifty graphs that he has. The job losses have been the greatest in low-wage industries, correct, Chad? So that's right. The biggest job losses were in leisure and hospitality back in the in, at the beginning of the of the pandemic. And fortunately, as the economy is strengthening somewhat, those jobs are starting to come back, but they're still the deepest hole. So we have the it's it's not a contradiction, but it's the fact that that that's where the job losses are is in low in jobs that pay low wages. And as the economy recovers, some of the bigger gains that we see in any particular month are at, are those industries coming back. But just like the overall job picture that we talked about at the beginning, um, that we're still in a deep hole, low-wage workers who earn low wages, working in industries that pay low wages, are also still in a hole, even though there's recovery going on. Those with lowest wages had 31% of private sector jobs in February 2020. 56%. Wow. So 31 percent of jobs, but 56 percent of losses. Well, yeah, they, they, they accounted for 31 percent of the jobs in, in, in February of, of 2020 and the job losses since they which is which is lowered how many people are in, 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 yeah. the, in those industries. The job losses since they've they've experienced 56 percent of them. That's that's down a little from the worst. But, yeah, that's that's where people are hurt. And guess what? <laughs> low way, low paid workers. And, the, uh, right, right, and 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 obviously too, many of those low wage jobs are jobs that require uh, physicality or physical presence. The, the higher wage jobs, you can do like we're doing now, work from Zoom, and so obviously that's why the low wage workers, because of the need for physical presence, leisure and hospitality and whatnot, they're they're that's the reason they're taking the biggest hit. That's it. That's exactly right. Um, and that's why it's so important um, for for the vaccinations and the other um, the other measures to to you know the continued masking to to get the virus uh, completely under control so that the economy can get back to something that looks more normal and and the major beneficiaries of that will be the people who got hit hardest 
in the pandemic. More MIP after this message. So something we've talked about before, state and local government, 1.2 million jobs since last February lost, mostly in education. 378,000 of those jobs excluded education, but 862,000 of those jobs included education. So education is taking a big hit because school buildings have, have not been open. Yeah. And actually, it's kind of the same story as with, with low paid wor- workers in low paid industries that second to leisure and hospitality, state and local education was one of the biggest contributors to the job gains in uh, in in March, but the hole is so big in those state and local job uh, education jobs that it's still it's still a big number. But it's it's getting better, and of course the the opening of the opening of schools really matters. Um, and in getting getting the kids back in class, getting the bus drivers back working, getting the the cafeteria workers back working, um, as well as the teachers. Well, and and so I guess to the other point, and, and we touched on this it's, it's this last month, but you have updated numbers. Workers of color, especially women, likely to lose jobs in in this crisis, and that's clear, especially women, black women being hardest hit of all, um, 8.8% job losses. Hispanic women, 7.2% job losses. So I guess then we can hypothesize that many of these low-wage jobs and many of these education jobs are Black and Hispanic women. I think that's that's right, and especially, especially some of the support workers in, in education. So that's right. Yeah. I mean, those are the jobs they have, those jobs they're in. And so they're hit harder for black men, 6.7% in job losses, Hispanic men, 5.4%. I'm sorry, black men, 4.2%, Hispanic men, 4.1%. Asian men, which is interesting. Yeah. uh, Have, have, now that's, that's, I'm just interested. They have, Asian men have suffered greater job losses at 5.7%. Than black and Hispanic men. Huh. Yeah, there were there were there were interesting changes in patterns this month, or 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 maybe some volatility in patterns. First of all, all of those folks have experienced. All of those groups have ex- are are the job losses are down considerably from what they were in April. April was the cruelest month. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, for 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 job for job losses, and and everything was awful for everyone in 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 April, um, and and the gain and the the gradual improvement since then have have brought brought those job losses down. They're still quite large compared with February, but it had been the case. Well, the Asian unemployment Asian American unemployment rate actually went up um, this month. It was the only group that went up, but I don't know the extent to which. That's a statistical issue because um, that's a smaller group in the population survey from which the data are derived. So there can be more more margin of error around the estimate. I'm not sure of that, but that one possibility. But of course, I'm sure we have to account for the social factors that are taking place right now. I mean, at least that has to be in consideration. And um, so that's very interesting. Okay. 
share prime prime age population with a job. In February 2020, 75.9% of the African-American prime age population had a job. That's down almost about 5.70.6. In February 2020, 78% of the Hispanic population, prime age population had a job down 5.0, All right. 81 and a half percent for the white prime age population with a job. They're only down 78.2% um, uh, in, in, in that category. And then here's something else. And we wonder if this also plays into these high numbers. Workers without a bachelor's degree have experienced the largest job losses, haven't they, Chad? Yes, and substantially higher. People with a BA and higher, workers with a BA and higher, their their job losses are small, very small compared with, with February, whereas those with less educational attainment have higher job losses. The, the group of, of, high, of people without a high school degree have the largest losses, but, but, but high school is down substantially compared with BA and higher, and even high school plus some college is down significantly more than people with BA or higher. So educational attainment and everything's interrelated. The black and Hispanic unemployment rates and job losses, the educational attainment. There's 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 a lot of history behind the, the those statistics that should be taken into account in in understanding what's going on there. That that you know the, our, our history of discrimination, ongoing discrimination means that you're less likely to, to to go to college if you're if you if you've been experiencing that. Even people with college degrees, Black and Hispanic workers with 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 college degrees, tend to get jobs less suited to their qualifications than than white workers. Some 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 studies show. So there's a big pattern underneath the cold statistics that we, we should take into account. Uh, you know, right. People are trying hard and, and they have bigger barriers to overcome. And also foreign-born workers are doing worse than those native-born. So I'm sure there's some overlap yeah. in those numbers also, especially when it comes to Hispanics and Asians. Their job losses are about two point. Foreign-born workers overall, their job losses overall, men, women, Across the board are approximately two points higher in job losses percentage wise than native born workers too, so that's obviously having some impact as well yeah i mean it's a con it's it's a whole bunch of factors but but one thing that we talked about earlier is the nature of the recession uh the the fact that it was jobs low low paid jobs jobs that paid low wages. Those are the ones that went down the most and have come back more slowly. And they're disproportionately, the workers there disproportionately are people without college degrees, black and Hispanic, women, especially in the uh, spring and early summer. So there's a, a collection of forces operating on particular groups of people in this, in this pandemic that, that made it really, really worse. Um, yeah. We've seen some narrowing. Um, women, women used used, and almost any any of the statistics that we've talked about, women did did worse than men for most of the period. But those gaps have narrowed pretty substantially in the last couple of months. 
there's still an issue for for moms taking care of kids uh, who aren't in school yet or who have trouble getting daycare responsibilities. But but on the whole, there's been improvement. That's not to say that everything's better. Uh, everything's back to normal, but there has been improvement. So do you see, Chad, us being on a trajectory for things to continue to get better? Does the rescue plan help that? Do you Absolutely. Think- Absolutely. Um, the, re- the rescue plan um, does some really important things to relieve hardship um, for unemployed workers, um, but but uh, also for um, it has, has a major impact on uh, child poverty. Um, family families with kids, uh, low income families with with kids, get a substantial child tax credit, even if they're not working, which is a, which is a big a big change. It's all it's temporary. But that, that, that gets, that gets people who, who uh, have kids and are low income gets the money and they spend the money and there's boost to SNAP, food stamps. So yeah, I, I think that almost all forecasts see really strong growth over the rest of the year and into, um, 2022. So we may, we may get back into a, a rapid recovery mode with, yeah. As, as I said, the job creation doubled in from what it, from what it was in February and in, in, uh, doubled in in February from January and doubled in March from February. Now, I'm not saying it's going to double again, but it's going to be higher. I'm, I'm willing to bet uh, next month. Yeah, and, yeah. In successive months, as we talk, we're going to we're going to be seeing a shrinking jobs hole and more people coming back into the labor force. Um, good stuff, but. We can't forget how big the hole is now, so it will take some time. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's hope it let's hope it gets there. Chad Stone, Center on Budget and Policy Priorities. Check them out at centeronbudget.org. Also, check out Chad's charts uh, on his Twitter feed. Chad C B P P. So you can keep up with all of it. Chad, as always, we appreciate you, my friend. Happy to do it. <laughs> All right, folks, don't forget to check out at Chad CBPP on Twitter. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, subscribe, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.